I'm Naki. This is the podcast After the Blog, where we take the conversation that started in a blog post and move it into an actual podcast conversation format. And today we are talking about harmony. It's a fun one. This is an interesting one to talk about in as a value. Yes. And we'll just gloss over the fact that we haven't done financial stability yet. That's that's we we might that might be a clue about us. And might mean that we really need to dig into that. It's very true. We probably are gonna need to do a little introspection about the financial stability or our decision to avoid it. I just don't really feel harmony with it, so no. It doesn't feel authentic to me. So yes, harmony. I'm actually pretty excited to talk about this one. I loved your blog about harmony. Oh, thank you. It was great. I was pretty proud of that one. I felt pretty, um, just a little daunted by it, just because I think that initial, um, my initial thoughts about it were just pretty one-dimensional. Right. You know, I said like, it's like, can everybody get along? That's what Harmony felt like, other than the musical aspect, which I leaned pretty hard into in that blog. But that's um, where you brought the complex thought into. So if you think of it, just all get along, which I think we both kind of cringe at. Like, yes. ew, right? No. How Hufflepuff can we get right now? <laughs> and yet, when you start to dig into the complexity of it, and that's where you found that in the music analogy, yeah. then that that's where you start to realize also how you can bring harmony, I think, in a positive, healthy way yeah. into social interactions and into relationships. And I also really appreciated both David and Lauren's perspectives on it. Um, I love that David took such a departure. Um, I happen to know he's an ENTJ, but it was really cool to see the way he, he just navigated it, you know, and pulled that value into a place I would never in a million years have gone. Yeah, I know. Which is what's so cool about all of this. And that, I mean, I think that's what's so interesting to course here I go big picture uh is to think about how how people connect on a very very personal level very differently Mm -hmm. to each of these values and we've taught you've heard me talk about that in a class that you know if if you find somebody who says parenting is my that's my thing right that's what drives me and then when you start to dig into that it's very different oftentimes what about parenting yeah they find fulfilling or they think they're really good at or they think that they bring their best self to and I, I think that's the exact same thing about, about these values. And I think that's why it's really important to take some time and to really think about what does it mean to you and how can you use that in a way that maybe you didn't, didn't realize before or how is it your superpower? Yeah. You know, if it's your value, how are you using that and how can you share that with the world? Now, this whole study, this whole what I've called adventure in values, um, if nothing else, it's just making me better. And so the whole adventure is for myself. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love it. I'm, I'm going to jump right into that because that's the, or, or tag along for that because that is absolutely true. And I think also there's always an element of wanting to admire and respect and appreciate 
the folks around you who do have different values and to intentionally and deliberately find the the positive in those. Yeah. Um, because there are times when it can feel very foreign and it can feel like that doesn't make any sense or how <laughs> would you, why is that possibly important to you? And so I think, you know, us trying to look at these from the very best, <laughs> best view helps to give us a little grace and generosity in that as well. I was just about to say, look at us flexing generosity. Are we not? And I'm proud of myself for that one. <laughs> um, I actually, initially when we went to have this conversation, I was, I actually texted you, here's hoping you have something brilliant to say, because at the time I didn't feel like I had much more beyond what we, the three of us addressed in the blog. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, one of the things that we set out to do with the podcast part of that or the podcast part of this whole adventure is to look into operationalizing and how do we use it geez how like okay cool like yeah that was a really awesome metaphor but how do I live it what does that look like yeah I had a few thoughts and I don't think it will shock you that I ended up centering around the concept of knowing your why And knowing, you know, when we talked about in the blog, the melody and how that is kind of like your overarching theme, it is, it's the pillar, so to speak, or the backbone. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I really love that concept of in order to sing harmony, you have to one, you have to know the melody and you have to be able to hold it in your mind while at the same time being able to hit the right notes in a harmony. So it's like agility around that core melody that never changes. And yet you have to adjust harmony. And as you adjust harmony, the outcome does change a bit. That's so good. You're blowing my mind right now. I'm like, oh, oh, these are are like really just going to be like our normal conversations. But it is. It's when you pull out of the metaphor and think in terms of operationalizing, I think it's knowing whatever that overarching goal is, whatever reason you're doing the thing that you do. You know, when I talk about my why, like really it is what I have put on the blog centered around filter through fiction, but it's so personal in that it's about creating safe spaces for people to have conversations, discover what's important to them and make connections. And those connections can be to other people to resources, to their best selves, to things that just matter to them. And I think the way you live harmony with whatever your why, your overarching goal is, is to constantly check in on the alignment of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Does it align with whatever reason I am here? Yeah, and I also think there's an element of recognizing that we can never be so set in our path. Yeah that we forget we need others to come along with us. And so if we cannot find the way to find and to allow harmony with others Mm -hmm. and to make those adjustments, not changing our purpose, not changing our ultimate goal, but really to find ways to interact with others and to do so in a way that is that is impactful. Right. So it's it's like the Ruth Gator, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, quote about, you know, you want to make change, Mm -hmm. but you have to do it in such a way that allows and 
you know, others to come with you. Yeah. And that I think is, is what harmony is to me. Um, you know, and I, like you, my purpose is really to find, to help people find their and appreciate their best self mm -hmm. um, and not find it, but, you know, to use it and to and explore it. Yeah, exactly. It to, and to learn to love it, um, mess and all, and then to learn how to share it with the world, which I recognize is what feeds our own value and our own yeah. need for connection, but also really does, as we talk about harmony, you need that. Like, there has to be harmony because at no point are you trying to do this alone. Yeah. You have to be willing to take some of those steps alone, but in the end, you are not trying to be <laughs> alone. And in fact, you're trying to pick up as much support and, and true, uh, you know, true tribalism yeah. as you go, right? You're building that tribe that says, I got you. And I think that is harmony's critical. Yeah. That, that is exactly the story of filtered through fiction because after a few false starts of, because I never wanted to do this alone, just because I have deep admiration for people who can do a solo podcast. I am not an expert enough in anything to just sit and talk at people. And I mean that like in a respectful way, but, um, you know, I didn't want to do any of this alone in terms of the blog, the podcast, but I had to, I, I just wanted somebody to own it with me yeah. and I had to own it by myself initially and make all of those first steps by myself. And it was very quick along the way that I started to collect those partners in this, you know, and recognizing that it may take time for anybody else to, you know, quote, own it as much mm -hmm. as I do. Sure. But I love that immediately after the initial authenticity conversation, you thought, let's do this for all of them. Yeah. And I, I think if you, it's, it's the whole braving the wilderness thing. If you're willing to take those initial steps by yourself and, you know, quote, set the melody, set the pace and set a direction, then I think you're going to find people who are in harmony with those things. And we've talked about, you know, you and I will do all of these values and we'll talk about all of them, but we want to bring people in who, yes. who can, who like, you know, like the blog talked about all these different perspectives and, yeah. and all these different uh, things that, what does it mean to them? And so as we go, there will be certain people who, harmonize very well with with some of the values <laughs> and there'll be others who don't yeah. don't connect to them at all and that doesn't take away from anyone i mean much like all. a music um you know a collaboration there are people who have incredible talent that simply their voices do not blend well they yeah they do not have the same style they don't have you know and there's others who are very different and because of that there is a raw a rawness about the harmony that is is amazing and it probably may not have been the first thing you thought of, yeah. right? And so, like, I think that is also so true when we look at how do we use this? You know, how do yeah. we how do we bring these values into our life? Are we looking for the people who have a different perspective? And are we taking the time to figure out how can we work this together, even if it's uncomfortable? Because I actually think that rawness or that, you know, when I'm talking mm -hmm. about that, yeah. the blending of, of sounds or the blending of ideas that are not naturally perhaps the first thing we think of, I think that's uncomfortable. Yeah. And there is an element of that uncomfortableness that makes it beautiful. And I think one of the ways that we, in those moments where 
it feels uncomfortable and we're not sure how it will fit, how it will blend. I think the first step in moving towards that harmony is simply just humanizing one another and just seeing like that's a real live heart, soul, mind, and connection here in front of me. And I think as soon as we can humanize one another, it becomes less about, well, I value this and you value that. I I think as soon as we can humanize one another, we will find ways that like, yeah, we may have different values, but it's not necessarily a mismatch in values. And even if we can, if we never even get to the point of thinking that our values align, the th- we have values. I mean, yeah. we have things that are incredibly important to us in our soul, in our heart, and that in and of itself makes us the same. Yeah. And I think about that, you know, I think it's Simon Sinek who talks about the, how we, in those most difficult moments, you know, our instinct is to move away yeah. from others and to, to want to withdraw or to want to ignore or avoid or, um, you know, find a way to, to disappear from that that feeling and from that need for help. And yet, what do we actually need the most in those times is that connection. Yeah. Right? And, so, and so learning to appreciate, um, knowing that there are people who can, uh, you know, walk alongside you or who can accentuate and, and help. And sometimes some of the best perspective is, is the one who says, I see it very, very differently. Yeah. What about this? It adds right? that dimension. Exactly. And it doesn't just feed into right, that, that um, confirmation bias where, yeah. you know, if we feel like something is terrible, it, it feels good instantly to hear other people tell oh, you, yeah, yes, it's terrible. <laughs> right? Exactly. It yeah. is terrible. And it's the worst thing. And yet that also doesn't really help us get out of that space. Right. It's good for a moment. And we need that validation. And we need somebody to sit with us and say, I'm sorry, this is hard. To right? not it feel alone. Hard. No, exactly. You are not here. I'm with you. At the same time, we also need those people who can help us yeah. to widen that perspective perspective, and to see a different view and to let us uh, find a different way and to help us find a different way. And that that takes perhaps some, somebody with um, just a little bit different take right. on it. But they cer- certainly have to see and understand what we're trying to do. They yeah. really do have to understand that melody, the melody of our life where we're trying to go in order to help us guide guide that direction. And that's harmony. That's good. One of the things that I appreciated that Lauren wrote is she had asked the question in the blog. And I have it here, so I'm going to read it so that I actually get the question correct. How can I embody this concept to help cultivate a more peaceful life, even if not all of the pieces fit perfectly? And in that, you know, she's talking about the harmony in the different pockets of your life. And, right. You know, she had specifically listed friendships, uh, creativity, significant others, and work, you know, yeah. those different pockets. And so um, we struggle with that, right? Yeah. That's a balance issue that we talk a lot about. Like yeah. How do we find that balance? And to me, balance is harmony. It's all working yeah. together. And, you know, one of the things that you and I have talked about a lot that I think these two, I guess, concepts or or ideas that actually fit very well together is how we have talked about the energy life work balance. And, you know, we don't mean necessarily work as in job, but that whole idea of going into something, how much energy does this require? 
how much work does it require? Like what kind of dedicated effort and sustained effort and attention do I have to feed into this thing? And on the flip side, how much life does it give me? Yeah. Um, I think you have to find a way to find a harmony in those things. And I don't think that means they're equal. I think it just means, is it worth it? Like, I would pour so much time, attention, energy, all of it into the blog, into the podcast, because what I get out of it <laughs> far exceeds what I'm putting into it. And I, I say that a lot about, you know, I, tell, I talk to my kids about that because that is absolutely true. And I, I say, you know, I don't ever want someone to misinterpret when I say, you know, like the introversion. Yeah. <laughs> my introversion, it really does make teaching and and coaching and and counseling and you know all of those elements that I absolutely love it is a piece that is exhausting you know yeah. and it means that I need it means I need those moments where I send you a message to say I'm here but I'm in the car sitting in silence <laughs> um, I need those moments mobile and learned, office <laughs> exactly they've learned to appreciate that but that is it is never a choice you know never a thought that I don't want to do this it's a how do I bring the balance so yeah if I'm going to give myself in this way how do I find and how do I make room for the time that I need to balance? How do I learn to have a voice and say no yeah. when it isn't going to be healthy or being, be beneficial? But not saying, well, it's hard. I don't want to do it. It's too uh. hard. Right? That's <laughs> yeah. not what we're talking about. Right. Um, never in, in a, you know, a way that is, if it's feeding you, you're absolutely right. It will take work. And those are the things we will put the most energy and effort into. Yeah. Um, and that is, you know, and really learning to kind of balance that and taking it out of just one context. But then you do that at work. You do that with your family. Yeah. But then how do you balance all of those? You know, how do we learn right. to really take time for what's important and to not unintentionally, um, you know, give too much time or energy to one piece at the expense of something else? How do we learn to tell work, right? To tell the people at work, this is my family time and, and yeah. I respect that I you know I need that and I'm asking you to respect it asking for what you need and saying I need you to understand I won't be available during this time and to feel okay with that it's one thing to do that and to feel frantic it's another to do that and feel peace because one of the things about that is if you do not take the time to ask for what you need and you know really clarify what that boundary or um, standard direction whatever is like in our metaphor, that's the melody, you know, like you can't expect anybody to, you know, quote, sing along or harmonize with that, um, that boundary that you've set, if you haven't actually said it. Absolutely. They have to hear it. They have yeah. to, yeah, they have to know what it is. You're you don't get right. to be resentful about something you've never asked for. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you can, it's I'd just not, probably not, it's very just beneficial. not fair. <laughs> yeah. Probably a waste of energy, right? No, you're absolutely right. And how often do we do that? where we are afraid or we assume that somebody should know or we think that somebody should know our melody and know what, what is important to us. And, and that's you know why I think it's so important to share it in your own way, right? yeah. to really let people see who you are and let people see what matters to you so that they can learn to respect yeah. it. And so they can, you know, a lot of people want to do that. I think for the most part, you know, harmony is most comfortable. Yeah. So the richness that comes from harmony, the richness that comes from having people around you who it's synergy right who work really well together and in the end you're better 
because yeah. of it. You're better because you have that those extra pieces and those extra parts. Um, you have fullness. You have a richness. And because of that, you choose that. I mean, that's what you would choose if you understood and if you knew why you were doing it. It makes some of that the, that uncomfortableness or that, um, you know, the difficulty in making it happen, it, it makes some of that worth it too. I do like you bringing up the synergy piece because I think that is just a different word for what David addressed mm-hmm. when he talked about yeah. flow. Yeah. And I just love that he pulled the concept of harmony into so many different things, such as down to our environment and the things that we have done for so many years that are not congruent with what the world, like our environment needs and having to try to redirect our behaviors and our actions so that it is in alignment with sustaining our world, but also then moving it into that workspace, which Yes, of course, our actual workspace and the synergy and flow there. But, I mean, this right here, I, I think our conversations are absolutely an example of harmony and synergy because I think we've done the damn work yeah. to, um, you know, yeah, discover yes. what's important to each of us, but also together and to have those conversations about it. No, I agree. And I, this is interesting because that's, you know, I, we started the conversation talking about initially, you know, my thought of harmony and, and can we all just get along is uncomfortable in and of itself. And I think it's because I initially think of giving up my melody, right? Like yeah. just doing whatever everybody else yeah. needs to feel comfortable. And I have Which some of that. Which is authentic. Absolutely. And I have some of that in me where I'm not, you know, I'm naturally, I want people, I want that synergy. I want yeah. people to get along. And I thrive when there is good, open debate and discussion. So it's not everybody agreeing. It's right. not everybody wanting, you know, wanting the same or, or wanting the same path. Um, it is moving toward the same goal. And so, and really, I spend a lot of time, as you know, at work trying to talk about that, like the idea that we can, we can all find our own way yeah. to the end. Right? Yeah. I really, it doesn't need, we don't all need to take, take the same route. And, and yet, at the same time, we also can't be so, um, you know, we have been in those situations where folks don't want to allow that, yeah. where it feels like really they want the superficial, yes. Can we all okay, just get along? We'll do it. Yeah. Like, all right. Sure. Exactly. It's, it's the silence in a room when in their heads, everything, you know, everything is screaming, this won't work. I don't like this. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable. But there's silence and there's that, you know, implicit agreement. There is this um, don't ask, don't bring up something, don't challenge. Yeah. You know, when we live in an environment like that, uh, whether it's at work or our family, that I think is what is what we start to realize or feel like that's what they want from Harmony. Right. Yeah. They want me to show up to the band and just mouth the words. <laughs> <laughs> they want it. You know, they're going to pretend that yeah. I was singing along and it sounded great. That's not. You know, I want us all to sing. Yeah. To all have our own voices. Yes. And it is, it is one of those, um, it, it probably feels counterintuitive, but I think we do have to start from that place of at least willing to be, I think it would feel adversarial, but really I think we just have to be willing to go into the discomfort of using our voices and speaking our truths and, you know, 
I think I think it was me who said it in the blog. I should probably know that. But um, that being willing to engage in those discussions that might start from a place of I feel like we're mismatched. I feel like we're not aligned. But recognizing like it was incongruence. Talking about if we will do the work to dig into what we are saying, a yeah. lot of times we're actually moving towards the same thing. Oh, absolutely. And it reminds me of my dad. Do you remember the first time you tried to sing harmony? <laughs> my dad tried to teach me to sing harmony, right? I mean, I can remember that those conversations when I was pretty young. He's a uh-huh. musician and, um, and very, you know, very, very talented. And I love harmony. And I absolutely... It's um, magical. It is. It really is. And I mean, chills, right? Chills. I'm getting them right now. Exactly. <laughs> chills up the spine. Um, absolutely magic. And interestingly, that is exactly how I feel when there is synergy in a group. Yeah. When, we are, when we are making something happen, exact same feeling, right? You, chills. It's the, for me, I guess I won't make this, like, I won't project this onto you, but it is, it is the actual knowledge like I can reach out and touch it in a metaphorical way of knowing we are creating something in that moment. Yes, absolutely. And so I can remember him teaching me or, or you know, encouraging me to try to create harmony. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, if it were messy, <laughs> right? I've, you've heard me say patience is not my virtue. Um, my uh, younger sister, Ashley, just, just sent me a message today about I am probably the most impatient person in the world. And I said, I would give you a run for your money on that one. And Same. she said, I bet we got that from our dad. You think? Uh, so patience is also <laughs> not his virtue in any way, shape, or form. And so that was frustrating, right? It was messy because he could tell I couldn't, I just didn't know what I was doing. Right? I did not have the, the ability or the awareness or the insight, what intuition to hear the melody at that point. Or I could hear the melody. I could recreate the melody, right. but couldn't couldn't make the harmony match. Yeah. And I can remember how frustrating that was, right? I can remember him asking me to try to find to find harmony and, and to really, you know, thinking in that moment, and not to make it, you know, melodramatic, and certainly this is not, you know, this is not something I carry and you know, this is not traumatic experience, <laughs> but remembering, the, you know, feeling like I should be better at this. Yeah. And I wish I knew how to do this. I wish this were easy. And I hear that a lot from people like this should, I want this to be easier. Um, and in reality, you know, I look back at that and I think that's very similar to how I feel moving into a new project or, yeah. you know, how often I have felt like I don't know if I fit. Yeah. I don't know if I can find a place in this. I really like it. I really love the concept. I love the idea. I think I hear it. I think I see it. I think I see that path and that vision. And I really do believe I want to be a part of it. But I don't know yeah. if I can, right? I don't know if I have that if I have that. And and I think it's very similar, you know. And I yeah. think once you stick with it, you learn it, you listen, and you you really do start to, like as you said, you know, start to really kind of dig into what is this? You know, how yeah. do you do it? What does that look like for you? How did you learn to you know to be a part of this? How did you get into yeah. this? What you know, whatever that is, you know, finding those those people that we turn to for, as mentors or you know turn to for um, to say I'm struggling. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't know how to be good at this. Can you help me? Uh, that's I think where we start to be able to to really find that that strength in yeah in coming together. I think one of the things that I like that you alluded to is. Um, you know, in 
back to our metaphor because we're just not going to be able to escape it. No, we're not. But with the melody, I don't know you don't mind because metaphors are literally your love language. It, so <laughs> so trust me, say I don't think I would <laughs> wouldn't be able to do it without a metaphor. So thank you for that. Um, but the other thing that I really like about melody and harmony is with melody it is a set series of notes but with harmony um you know when we look at choirs and things like that it's not like there's a single harmony you know you can be yeah i mean the three the three big ones are you know alto tenor soprano and then you could throw in bass but even within that there are I have been in, in Jesus Camp and the, the choir that they had, like there was literally six part harmony at times. Yeah. And so the thing that I love about that in terms of moving that metaphor into some kind of operational thing is that, you know, there's not just one way to harmonize with what we're doing. You know, like we have, like where we work, we have an incredibly, I would say broad, but also it's, it's broad in terms of our mission statement, but it's also, um, it's direct enough to understand what direction we're headed. Yeah. But man, like the way, if if we were to call that our melody, then man, there are so many ways to harmonize with that. You know, it's not like, nope, you have this, this set series of notes and that's it in terms of how to quote sing the same song but in a different part. You can pick one of three. Yeah, yeah and and sure. so I love that. I mean, as long as you can hold the big picture in your mind, and as long as you are willing to check in with your decision making and your actions that you're taking and your behaviors, and and know that if I say, is what I am doing in alignment with where we are headed then i mean you can make that harmony look like anything and don't you then also have the confidence to bring that into a situation and feel really good about saying no there is a place for this Mm -hmm. there is a place for this and let me show you how it accentuates and how it helps and how it strengthens and right and makes more complex and in a great way um and makes more diverse and makes more inclusive mm-hmm. what we're doing. Let and, me show you. And if those people that you are presenting it, that idea to are your people, they are going to light up. They're going to feel the magic of that moment. Yeah. And You're sitting in the recording booth. They play the song <laughs> and you think, wow. Yes. How many times have you heard people say that? People who do produce music <laughs> talk about sitting in there, listening to something and thinking, Oh my goodness, that's awesome. Yeah. We've got to put, like, we, we have to that? do this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like this, people need to hear this. Yeah. That's what I want people to feel. Right. I want people to, to hear that, to see that and to think, let me help you share that. I need that. Yeah. We like, need that. Exactly. And, and I will now, I know we need that. I'm going to help be a part of making that happen. Yeah. We'll do the damn work. Exactly. Right, right. alongside you. That's what we're hoping for. Please. There's, you know, there'll always be people that say, yeah, go forth. Go forth and do it. The conductors, <laughs> not the... Uh... That's right. They're there to tell they're, you, like, they're that They're not wasn't in the orchestra. Right. That wasn't right. <laughs> Man, you know, I think I started Harmony off being just unsure. 
and now I just love it. I mean, I'm not saying it's one of my core values, but it's definitely something that I have a lot of appreciation for. And if somebody were to say to me, oh, one of my core values is harmony, I'd be like, I love it. Yeah. I love that for you. And I'm in. I do too. Yeah, it's, it's been a fun exploration. I agree. I didn't know exactly what it would look like but uh, or sound like. And then as soon as we started talking about it, it really was pretty easy yeah. to see how to bring it into the world and how to bring it into your life and how to use it in a way that feels uh, very empowering. And just makes, it adds that dimension. It just makes life in that moment, whatever it is, so much more full. Absolutely. All right. Anything else on harmony that you would like to add? I think we are, I think that we have, I done pretty well with harmony, right? I mean, I, you know, I feel like we should probably somehow break into song, but that's not going to happen. So, um, if, you know, I feel like we would really, really be, you know, driving this home. If we could have had some harmony, we'll have to find some way to bring that into, into the mix. But I'm, I'm excited. And I, you know, I'd be interested to hear from other folks who are folks who really do think harmony is their yeah. core value. And to, if we can find this much magic in it, um, from folks who understand it and appreciate it, but don't necessarily say that's their thing. But yeah. the people who live harmony as a value, I, I think we need to find them and I need to find out you. how that works. Exactly. I need you to reach out to us. That's right. And we want to hear it. I need to know you. Yeah, we want to hear about it. We want to talk to you about that because I think that would be really cool. Well, awesome. Thank you for sitting down and talking about harmony with me. Love it. And to everybody else, thank you for listening. And until next time, do the damn work.